0: Too Many Comics, episode 221. Brooks, we have seen each other in person, but we did not record in person. Uh, but at least we're getting back together.
1: We are, although I'm leaving on Tuesday. <laughs> Just for a little bit. Just for a little bit, packing the old place up, making Florida my home for a couple of months, which is weird. I know I'm not the only one out there uh, who has left a place that is like, like a New York or a, a New Orleans or you know, where it's particularly bad to come to a place that is less bad. And then I get here and Florida starts spiking.
0: Yeah. Yeah. New York's not going to like you coming back right now, to be honest with you.
1: Yeah, I know. I got to quarantine there now. (laughs) But I mean, I'm also, you know, I mean, where am I going to go? And a lot of it's going to be just packing up boxes. So on record, folks, I'm going to stay in my place. Sounds like a lot of fun.
0: Mm hmm. You know me. Well, all that being said, uh, when you do get back and as you are home looking for things to do, we're about to have lots of new TV to watch, so we've got some news that we can run through. Excellent day. I love t v so did you ever watch the first season of the boys? I did, okay, so Filthy. they they released season two, and this is kind of like a week old by now, but released season two's not suitable for work first three minutes. um did you get a chance to check this out yet or anything? Y- yes, I did, and your thoughts I mean
1: it's a dirty book. And, uh, some of the stuff they do, I'm surprised they get away with. And like, are you surprised it was not safe for work even? Yeah. You were surprised?
0: Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I took that the wrong way. But yeah, no, not surprised. So, I mean, I mean, that's I'm like the it. whole thing about the show is that everyone, even the people who don't realize it was a book, um, people at work that I talked to, they're like, oh man, that's just so nuts. And I'm like, so, I mean, that's kind of like the whole thing behind it was how crazy it was. So of course, if you're going to re- release some sort of first few minutes or a trailer, it's got to be equally as nuts, right?
1: Yeah, and it's like like they do things on that show where you're like, I can't believe they did that. Or like like I don't know if you, did you ever see the remake of The Hills Have Eyes?
0: I think so, yeah.
1: So there's one scene that really where things take a turn where the mutants I'm sorry if you haven't seen this movie, folks, it's old. Um this is the remake, not the original one. They attack the family and it gets so brutal and there's a baby on board. Uh and it's like are they going to kill the baby? <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel like you've got to draw the line somewhere here, people. But yes, kind of like that.
0: Is it bad now that I have the, the B-Sharps baby on board song in my head? The what? The B-Sharps <laughs> from The Simpsons. <sentence. laughs> <laughs> hey,
1: man. It, it's I've had um, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road in my head for like two weeks. Oh, fantastic. I
0: know. All anyway. right. Well, The Boys Season 2 comes out September 4th, 2020. Uh, so we've got a couple more months on that one. But uh, I know a lot of people are looking forward to that uh, before then at the end of this month. So just in time for your welcoming back to Florida, uh, umbrella Academy season two will launch and they finally brought out the trailer uh, a couple of days ago. Uh, your thoughts here.
1: Love it. Very excited. Looks that was great. a great show. That's a great show. I wonder what they're going to do because I don't recall that time travel storyline being a part of the books. Um, was it, uh, in certain regards? Yes. But like, I think they're making like a real thread. Yeah. But and, uh, you know, I'm, 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 I'm into it. I really am. Uh, that's a show that I feel I'm going to binge in probably a weekend.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, we weren't quite sure how they were going to do season two of the show because the first season kind of pulled things from the first and second book. Uh, but it looks like they're kind of doing the same though. Cause it, elements of the book. Um, so the, what's his face with the what's his name? Now, now the name is escaping me, but the guy with the goldfish for a head, he's from the book, you know, mm-hmm. the, the JFK plot, it seems it's going to play some sort of factor in it, or at least some mention of it, which is a, a major point in the books. Um, so yeah, it, it looks super fun. Uh, I'm surprised that they waited for a trailer. I know they've been doing a lot of social media teases, Yeah, but like a trailer only like two or three weeks out rather than sort of a, a much bigger build-up, was interesting. Um, but still very excited. Me too. What's the, what's the drop date of this? Uh, July 31st, I believe. Excellent, hey. I'll be on a... Oh! <laughs> what?
1: So I, so I fly home on the 31st. I could download a bunch and watch it on the flight. There you go. Damn. Uh,
0: the last time Life we talked... Good. We'd, we did mention about Ruby Rose leaving the Batwoman show. So they have since announced uh, the new person playing it. This would be Javisha Leslie, uh, American actress, taking over the Batwoman role. She has been... And things in two seasons of the series God Friended Me. I've seen commercials for that, but never watched a second of it. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not familiar with her work. Um, but, you know, they got a new Batwoman. Um, she's been around a little bit. I'm browsing quickly through her IMDb. Um, so, yeah, new Batwoman, a show that we don't really watch. So, you know, I don't know how <laughs> interested we are in it, but, you know, and, and I think we're more interested in why Ruby Rose left and what the whole situation is going on. It's kind of weird to just. Swap out the Batwoman main character.
1: Yeah, uh, and I want to know, like, season. I want to know also, like, how they're going to explain her away. Yeah. Are they, they going to kill her off? Is she hiding? Yes.
0: Is so, she just like,
1: like in the other room?
0: You know, maybe we'll have to watch the first episode. Yeah, of like, when I on,
1: like, on, uh, no. I'll probably <laughs> just read, I, I'm, I'm sure I'll read, like, a synopsis real quick. It's like on Save like by the Bell when, for some reason, Jesse and Kelly weren't there and Tori was there and they never said, what the hell's going on.
0: We've been wondering about it ever since.
1: Well, actually, um, I do know what, what happened. And it was um, – there were two parts of the season, and Jesse and Kelly were not signed for the second part. And so they kind of mixed those episodes in, and they were always explained that like, they were just in a different hallway. I and mean, that's not a joke, man. Hmm. That's, what they, that's what they said. They're the people like that made the show said.
0: Are they still doing the reboot of that? I think so.
1: I don't know how that's been affected with uh, COVID-19. Yeah, true. So it's going to air on
0: Peacock, a service I don't have. Yeah, then and I'm not going to get same Same-sy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, let's see the other bit of TV news, and this was this isn't a show that's coming out anytime soon, uh, but um, it's Amazon that picked up picked this up, right? Paper Girls, <laughs> yeah, uh, they have announced they added Christopher Cantwell as a co-showrunner. So they are, you know, they're moving on with making some hires and doing some stuff. So I didn't know Christopher Cantwell by name, um, so looked him up. Some things he's done. Uh, he was the creator and writer for ten episodes for *Halt and Catch Fire*, which has gotten a lot of great reviews. I like uh, the title. Yeah, on, on I think this was AMC. Uh, it's been in my list to watch for quite a while. It, it was, you know, very well regarded show. Uh, and then he also most recently of something that I at least dabbled in a little bit was that Doctor Doom series that came out last year. He wrote that. Really? Yeah. So he's I guess he writes some sort of Iron Man now. So he writes comics. So obviously he's I assume Red Paper Girl is super interested into it and into it and ready to uh, to adapt this sucker for live television, which is. Again, yeah, I think I'm confirming that it's Amazon that did buy this. Yeah, Amazon Studios.
1: Yes, I mean, I was I, when I said that I was reading the story, so that's how I knew. All right. Huh. Um, I have a, I have a dirty little secret, man. Okay. I didn't finish the book. I got three left.
0: Um, I don't think that I ever did either. Yeah, so your are well, safe with me and our well, listeners.
1: yeah, really. If you're if you're still out there, but because <laughs> I gotta say, I mean, I like what they were doing, and I I, I like the spirit of it. It just got so convoluted. And Mm -hmm. I found, I found myself starting each book being like, what, where are we? When are we? Whereas I don't feel that way with saga, which has also had a lot of twists and turns.
0: God, when is saga coming back? I
1: don't even know. I haven't heard one thing about it. When I met the guy last year, he wouldn't tell me,
0: man. Like, I feel like it's already longer than it should have been. And maybe, um, I mean, I feel like they said like a year or so, but now it's been, I mean, we're going to be pushing two years. I imagine it has gotta be getting close. Um, I don't know how covid affects that with the whole diamond distri- distribution and comic shops. Uh, very interesting. Very interesting. I'm ready for that to come back though. Me too. I'm really, frankly I I feel like books are,
1: aren't quite back on track. No. Are they? Certainly not. Okay, cause I I I find they they do they are trickling in. Yeah. Trick trickling in. Trick trickle. That's right.
0: All right, let's talk some actual books. Okay. So our assignment from last time was Batman, the smile killer. Number one, this is Mm -hmm. from Jeff Lemire. Andrew Sorrentino was a continuation of sorts for, um, Joker killer smile, the three issue book that we thought was fantastic. Mm -hmm. but maybe could have used more than three issues. Um, so this is sort of from the, the Bruce Wayne version of that. We were treated to a young Bruce, um, watching the Joker show. um, being coerced into doing things as you would imagine by the Joker. Uh, we get a different take on perhaps what happened to his father. Um, and in this version, his mother is still alive and a lot of ins and outs of Bruce being in Arkham asylum because of all this. Um, you know, I think there's, it's it's drawn fantastic. Fantastically. It looks awesome. These two working together is great. I feel like it, it suffers from the same thing as the the Joker book did, though. Like I I want to see that Joker book and what's going on with this version of Bruce Wayne mm-hmm. played out over a longer time. And it's over. Yeah, right? I'm like I, I'm shot. not satisfied with like the end question mark of him busting out of Arkham Asylum. Like there's too much here, and the and the fact that being a completely different take on, you know, how his father may have died, um, you know, what's been going on, you know, that they, they've they've crafted such a chilling Joker and these four books between the two titles to to have this only be like four issues is to like, you know, like we're being robbed. It's a slap in the face Mm
1: -hmm. face. And by the way, um, if you were the creator of the Joker, we're talking Bill Finger, Bob Kane, and Jerry Robinson. If you made this character long ago, I'm talking like shit. When was he founded? Founded. What am I saying? Uh, Joker became 1940. Okay. We're talking, 70 80 70, 60 plus 20 is 80, 80 years ago <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh
1: 80 years ago the evolution of this character so you know, obviously when he first came out and pardon the pun he was pretty cartoonish like most cartoon villains were you know what mm-hmm. i mean and now he's like a truly sick fuck yeah and he's done some heinous things Did he i mean can you imagine if no. you – if if they were the paper girls and they came into this time, they'd be like, <laughs> what have you done? <laughs> this is not the same joker. No. What have you done with our crate? Uh, yeah. right But Absolutely. anyway, that's just – yeah. I bet those guys are all dead. Anyway, because um, they're old. They were old then. So anyway. I But I, uh, I, did, I did enjoy this book very much. I wish it, 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 it would continue. Maybe they'll do that thing where they just drop another one in like a couple yeah. of months or something i mean on its own i would say let me let me, let me phrase this correctly I like this book but I feel like on its own it falls a little flat does that make sense like yeah if, were, were, we're part of a bigger series this is a great start to a series but if you're telling me that this is it
0: um it's like eating tapas it's not uh, a great one shot no uh, and i realize it plays plays off the previous work that they put out but i imagine there's probably some people that I don't know how many, but there's gotta be some people who didn't realize that Joker killer smile plays into this or that it was a thing. Um, you know, they may have just picked up a Batman title, uh, and saw that it would be, was number one and, you know, they're digging into it because there's, there's a whole lot of stuff introduced here <laughs> like to just end it right away. Yeah. I mean, it definitely falls flat in that regard. I mean, it's great to see these two working together some more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're obviously doing very well with Gideon falls. um, And cool to see them pick up these these well-known DC characters. Just wish we got more of it. Me too. I'm with you. For next week, I've got two in here that I assume one that you'd be reading anyways. Uh, That being Giant Size X-Men Magneto number one. All right, we'll be reading it. This is Jonathan Hickman continues his one-shot showcasing some of Marvel's best artists. This time he teams with Raymond Perez from Wolverine and the X-Men and All-New Hawkeye to bring a tale of Krakoan Ambassador and Master of Magnetism, Magneto. Is it Krakoa? Is that my saying that right? I say Krakoa. Krakoa may be only for mutants, but mutants don't need to deal with the human world around them. Magneto has a plan for that. So I do like Magneto as a character, so I, I will check this out. Um, I know that Hickman is, is very good, so I'm on board with checking it.
1: I mean, he is somebody that can do um, some world building. Yes, indeed. I mean, what he has done to the X-Men franchise is pretty nutso. I agree. So, so I'm even not even
0: as into it as you are, but I agree. I'm an X person. Mm-hmm. I'm
1: not reading all the books though. I'm reading most of the books I'm reading. Let's see. X force, X caliber X men, of course, new mutants, which the thing about new mutants that sucks is oh, I actually read that this week and they put that in here is they
0: I'll save my critique when we get to that book. Yeah. So I'll have something to talk about, uh, the other number one I want to check out is engine ward. Number one. This is out of vault comics. I'm going to say, hopefully I got that right. Uh, okay. Earth is an ancient myth long forgotten. Now the word of the godlike celestials is absolute and they rule with brutal efficiency. When Joss in Engine Ward discovers and reactivates the head of an ancient golem, she finds all is not as intended. Her destiny and that of her world lies somewhere far beyond the borders of shanty ta- of her shanty town. Uh, this is writer George Mann and artist Joe Asma. This is the Joe Asma book that I had mentioned I think the last time that he had a, a new creator own thing coming out. So uh, happy to see his full-time artistry back to work. Works for me. Like uh, My crypton phonics. Elsewhere this week. I'm sorry, but that was an awful <laughs> joke. Uh I did read Deceased Hope at World's End number four. Um uh, there's like two parts to this book. Now, obviously the part that I'm most interested in is Damien putting on the bad suit. I thought you'd um, really enjoy this issue. Yeah, being talked to uh by Alfred and the Kent's. Um that was great. But then, like, the other half of, like, what's going on in the world and these other characters, I'm, like, kind of losing interest in. Um, okay. So it was, like, the more humanizing aspects of Damien um, that, you know, that suckered me in to begin with anyways. Uh, that and Dustin Gwynn's art on the first issue. Uh, but I'm still enjoying it. It still reads super fast. It's still a dollar an issue. Um, so, yeah. I'm enjoying I'm it. i to be here. Yeah. I'm enjoying it. I'm
1: also enjoying the whole Black Adam piece of it because, I guess, it was either issue three or two, I think it was three where black Adam had sort of quarantined his country because they had eradicated it. Like they basically, if you when it were demonstrating any symptoms, um, you're out of here. And so mm. the other people were like, can we have so- sovereignty to you? And he's like, uh, uh-uh. uh, and so he's on submission and then he goes and gets it. What did we learn here? Just stay indoors. COVID people. <laughs> um, and then now he's on the rampage to come take him down. Yes. And so You also read Deceased Four,
0: the regular one. That's no. That's Hope at World's End Four. So I probably just forgot to put Hope at World's End. Okay. Uh, Bad Karma Number Two. This is from Alex DeCampi on um, Panel Syndicate. So this is the story of the the two guys that serve together, uh, down on some luck. Now they, you know, they're hired hitmen essentially, Um, and they're trying to figure out a past job that's being credited to someone else. Um, So they go around continuation of that story. Um, it's still, pre- I, I pretty much love everything on panel syndicate, you know, the pay as you go, it's, mm. it's very good quality. And if it, if it's something that you're not as interested in, you can easily just pay the dollar and still check it out. Um, but if you are into it, you could pay a little bit more and support. Um, I think I paid three bucks for it. Maybe, um, good story. It's fun so far. Um, not hating here. Nice. Uh, Hawkeye free fall. Number six.
1: I enjoyed this. Uh, this is um, I, I didn't have time to look this up. The character of the Hood, I'd never heard of. I don't know if he was made for this book or what. Um, but anyways, a, a shady person that came into contact with like a demonic cape, and Clint has been sort of taking down his crime syndicate with the um, was it Ronan? Right. Yeah, Ronan. I must have Ronan the Accuser. That's a different character. Um, with with that as his alias, and he's working with like sort of a teenage tech person and bullseye gets in the mix and uh you know it's it's pretty there's some brutal stuff happening but i i think as a series and also i learned at the end it's the end of the series which Mm -hmm. he always does that matthew rosenberg always like i'm like this is really oh it's over whoopsies i like the art of this i like the pacing of this i liked i really i really enjoyed this book very much and i thought it ended unlike another book we just talked about really well um not everybody made it to the end but uh in general i thought this was a well-paced well-drawn you know it, i thought that clint was portrayed the way that we're accustomed to seeing him which is kind of a comedic
0: relief person who's not to be fucked with mm-hmm. but I, I liked it what about you yeah same thing uh, i've enjoyed it all the way through um a lot of good interactions that's what we've come to know from from clint over these last few series of his uh some humor um you know some fuck uppery with your daily life <laughs> you know he can't get can't get shit together Um, down on his luck all the time, but still is not to be messed with. Like you said. So, um, it was cool to to be introduced to some, some other characters, you know, I didn't know much about the hood either. Um, I haven't read a lot with bullseye in it. So, you know, to not have the same cast of characters coming around, Clint, you know, a whole different perspective on things. Um, you know, it was very good little series. You know, I wish Mm -hmm. it could be like two, maybe, maybe go to like 12 issues, and, yeah, um, And then there's just the whole, you know, COVID threw it around and delayed some launch. Wait, so wait, wait, wait I'm sorry.
1: Hey, wait, wait, can, we, can we pause for a second? I'm sorry. Hey, man, I'm recording my podcast. What do you need? Okay. Did the guy come? Okay. Thanks. So Wes
0: we'll just cut this out. Sorry. <laughs> he kept right. knocking on the door. I'm like, okay, anyway. Um. So COVID threw a, threw a little wrench into some of the issues coming out. Uh, so I think it lasted longer than what it was initially planned to, but... Uh, it's always nice to see Rosenberg pick up on some of these and, and they don't always hit with like, he did the multiple man um, that I didn't really get into. Um, so I, I feel like he'll pop up again at some point with some random Marvel character. He seems to be uh, known for doing that. So I'm excited to see what's next out of him. I've also just can confirm
1: that um, the hood came out in July, 2002 in a book called hood number one. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> he's
1: not, he's not uh, new.
0: All right. Well, that's newer. It's, yeah. Uh, it's, it, well, I mean, wait, that's like
1: 18 years ago. Oh, my God. I did math in my head that time. Well, I mean, Joker's like 80 years, as we wait. just said. Yeah, no, that is, in fact, old. <laughs> but not old for people anymore, don't you think?
0: Yeah, no, we're pushing the boundaries. I mean, I feel like someone dies at 80, you're
1: like, wow, so young. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe because we're getting older, but still, that's my opinion on aging.
0: Uh, Those are the only things that I read. So what else did you get to?
1: So I read a book called All America Comics. Have you heard of it? Nope. So the reason I picked this up was the art was done by one of your faves. Any guesses?
0: All America comics. One of my favorite artists. So I like Dustin Gwen. That's it. Okay, perfect. <laughs> so I, I, I thought
1: you, I thought you would appreciate that. So this is a character I'd never heard of. And, um, she's kind of got like, you know, she's a little salty and she's basically a, a person who has magical powers, like superpowers, whatever. But, um, is just wants to do her own thing and she's engaged by a group of characters who's clearly a riff on the Avengers being like you know you'd be a lot more effective joining a group like us and she and, and like her dialogue is delivered like almost like instagram comments mm-hmm. almost you you'll see if you yeah if if you look through at it, I see that okay all right so and she's like you know there's, there there is a thor in the book because thor is actually um a, anybody can use he's like a he's like a like a robin hood at this point like anybody mm-hmm. can have robin hood because he's like public domain that's the word i was looking for but um she wants to do her own thing and she's got a lot of attitude she's latina and they i think i didn't look into this but her powers work such that she almost like travels between dimensions to get to places quickly i i might be getting that wrong and in the midst of doing this one time she it basically discovers a lot more about interdimensional travel than she bargained for and they were kind of left with What's next? So I didn't love it, and if you look at that at the artwork, it doesn't look like what I'm used to from him. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, you can tell. I mean, it's not wildly off brand, but it also just doesn't look like what I expected. Yeah, I can see that. Um, so I don't know. So, but I, I don't know. So it just says anyway. So I, w- I probably would continue on just to see what they got going. And this is done by. uh oh joe, joe casey, casey and dustin nguyen so yeah cool interesting stuff so i read that i've read uh that texas blood and i had the panel Ooh. open that told me who did it and now i don't have it open anymore so oh it's by chris condon and uh jacob phillips they could be your neighbors i don't know anything about <laughs> this too and so this is the kind of thing where we were in sort of a texas town and um The chief of police, um, he's having a birthday. His wife uh, is making all the food. She's like, can you please get my casserole dish back by this person? And that's sort of a thread in the background. And then, you know, there's a lot of like – a lot of the people communicate via walkie-talkie or walkie-talkie, like whatever, CV, whatever. Mm -hmm. And he's like trying to get this casserole dish back, and it seems to be becoming a bigger and bigger issue. And lo and behold, there's like a zombie outbreak in this Texas town. So there you go. It's always, always. You know, I always, I thought it was okay, to be honest with you. I, I, I didn't love it. Uh, New Mutants 10. here. I, mean, I alluded to this earlier, and now I'm going to tell you what I was alluding to. So this book is done by two teams, and they alternate books. So one is done by, um, shoot, how did I forget his name? The X-Men guy. Hickman? Yeah, Jesus. Oh, my God. One is, I, I don't know. One is done by Jonathan. You know I'm stressed. One is done by Jonathan Hickman. Are
0: you Okay. No,
1: I don't like them. Uh, one is done by um, Ed Brisson, who you know I've, I've liked in the past. And they have very different looks, very different tones. And I greatly prefer the Hickman book to the Brisson one. I just, I just, I can't even put my fa- They couldn't be done more differently. Like they shouldn't even be called the same book. Like it should be like, like one should be called something else, frankly. And I actually read online, um, and I think I got lost in a Reddit thread. A thread it where someone said, I would like to subscribe to this book, but I don't want the other one. So I have to remind myself to only buy Jonathan Hickman's, which is kind of a pain in the ass. Mm -hmm. But I kind of want to do the same thing because I I just I do not enjoy the other book. And I'm sorry to be mean. So I like it. And then, you know, for for grins, uh, when I finished um, the Hawkeye book, I started rereading uh, uh, Matt Fraction's uh, Hawkeye. My life was a weapon. Uh, which is available for free on Comixology Unlimited. And man, gotta tell you, once you get into that thing, it's really, really good. Really, really good. One of the I mean, best. It is. And actually, it compelled me to. The, the plot thickens, Alan. The plot thickens. Mm-hmm. Um, because I greatly, greatly enjoy the artwork of David Aha. Um, I went back and was searching sort of like his output to see what else he's done. And mm-hmm. he has not done a whole lot, but he did do a book um, for Daredevil called The Secret Life of Foggy Nelson. And mm-hmm. I have bought that, but I have not read it yet. Interesting. It's Daredevil 88. And it's, it's a single contained story, just so you know. So I'll let you know. But if it's a good like quote With unquote Ed one Brubaker. shot. Which again, that's great. He does good stuff.
0: Secret Life of Foggy Nelson. Yeah. That sounds fun. Doesn't it? Yeah, I'll check that out. October 2006, that came out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then he also did the... he's He did the Immortal Iron Fist with Fraction, right? Wasn't mm-hmm. that him? hmm Cool. He did it before Hawkeye, I want to say. Yeah. And I thought it was great. I was
1: discussing that with your brother at your wedding, actually. Oh, ah, nice. Mm-hmm. We both agreed that there was a part, or sort of a plot within that um, that uh, Iron Fist thing where it was supposed to be like a tournament of champions, and they just... Never wrapped it up. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I never finished it. So anyway, that was kind of cool. Uh, no, so that's all I got. But I, I have some other stuff in the queue. Which, by the way, sidebar. I was talking to this guy once who was selling me a product, and as part of the deal, you would get to have one of your Facebook messages put into their Facebook page, so it'd be targeted to their audience, right? Mm-hmm. And my question was, so. When, do, when does the message go out? And he goes, Well, really, it's, we don't have a schedule as much as, you know, once you sign the contract, your message gets put in the quay, and when it's your turn, it comes out. I'm like, In the quay? The quay? Yes!
0: <laughs>
1: <sighs> and he was a veteran, so I didn't bother correcting him. I thought, you know, you served our country, you can pronounce this word incorrectly.
0: That's like, remember when we talked to someone who called memes memes?
1: <laughs> Somebody was pronounced it quinoa to me. Oh, God. I'm like,
0: Quinoa? All right, well, whatever. Yep. Uh, some weekly news to run through before we finish up. Image Comics teases crossover series from Donnie Cates. So not much detail from this other than there's apparently at some point uh, in November going to be an image book that crosses over some of their characters and Donnie Cates will be writing it. I am curious about that because yeah. one thing about images, you know, the books don't live when they're in the same
1: universe. Right. They are created creator owned. So that's not that doesn't happen.
0: Uh, there is a note in here that says the characters of the image universe have crossover before in a short lived series image United that saw heroes like Witchblade, Darkhawk, and the savage dragon gathering to battle Al Simmons who had transformed into the Omega spawn.
1: Okay. Well, I mean, so maybe will grab some random don't stuff sure. like yeah. what? what, like, uh, what, uh, Alana and, uh, one of the paper girls. Okay. <laughs> That's the same person. Uh, I'm, I'm struggling. I'm struggling. To think of any image books right yeah. now. I'm, well, I,
0: and I love image. Well, we'll, we'll wait and see. Okay. Uh, there's been some reviews of audibles, the Sandman. Um, so we had just talked at one point about DC. I think it was DC that launched the, the deal with Spotify to do some books, stories as, as podcasts. So audible, um, has the rights to a similar sort of thing. Uh, and they've released the Sandman, which full faithfully adapts, and enhances the comic story. Um, I forget how many issues it's supposed to be telling. Um, I've been meaning to check this out. um, I think we talked whenever we were talking about the Spotify deal is like that's an interesting way to gain some new readers perhaps who who won't sit with a book but can listen to something mm-hmm. um be, I'd be interested to check this out and hope it's something they continue Cool like it I like it. Uh, DC postpones Brian Michael Bennis's event Leviathan Checkmate indefinitely uh, Why indefinitely I don't know. Just says we wait a little bit longer. Limited series. Of the company postponed the title indefinitely. DC promised the title will be rescheduled to align with upcoming DC Universe storylines. That was such a good book. Uh, I, I imagine it's did. because of COVID.
1: But indefinitely.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, we're never going to get a vaccine for this fucking thing.
0: Nope. Also,
1: I mean, we never really pointed this out, but I think you and I had pointed out that his um, foray into DC had a lot of misfires. Like, mm-hmm. just stuff was not that great. They, this was a good book. Yeah, it was- I enjoyed. I enjoyed this one.
0: Uh, and then lastly, it was just a little thing from comic book resources. I mean, we're a ways away from Thor Love and Thunder coming out, uh, but they just had a, an opinion piece that Thor Eleventh Thunder needs to do Lady Sif justice. And this is something I can get behind. Um, I really like Jamie Alexander was a fan of the character. I feel like she just like tailed off towards some of the last stories. And I don't think she was even in Ragnarok. If mm. I remember correctly, or if she was, she was very minor because then Valkyrie kind of like takes over the main lady role. Lady. Uh, Yeah. Uh, but you know, we're getting Natalie Portman back. I assume lady Sif will be involved in this. Uh, it will be her chance to shine in a much better Thor movie since Taika Waititi is still doing it. Um, but yeah, I I think she does need some justice done. She's been there from the beginning and tailed off. That's not fair. It's not fair. She's been there longer than, you know, like a black widow and black Widow's turned into her own thing. She Hmm. So I'm on board for this. So I suggest you people go give it a read. And respect the lady Sif,
1: and then give it a rest. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that's it for this week. So let's—we've uh, got Giant Size X Men Magneto and Engine Ward for next week to read. And uh, until then, find us online, too many comics and uh, hit us up on Twitter.
1: I've been reading too many comics.